Welcome to the In My Head podcast, where I share sporadic thoughts that plague my mind in hopes that they'll transform your life. What is up, everybody? Um, Patrick here, and I have some stuff that just been on my mind that actually is based off of a, a Medium post, which if you're not following me on Medium, uh, go check me out. I, I post some, some content on there. And this most recent one I have titled is called the the poverty blessing. I just kind of want it's been getting a lot of good feedback, and so I just kind of wanted to to talk about it a little bit, uh, a little bit more more in depth. Uh, but first off, I, I want to thank you guys. Uh, I, I'm looking at the the locations on kind of like the the stats of where everybody's listening from, and this is crazy. Okay, obviously the United States that's that's my country. That's my you know where I'm from. I love it. But check this out. Germany, we have some people listening. France, Saudi Arabia, Cameroon, Australia, Croatia, Canada, Mexico. Uh, so just want to thank you guys so much for listening to this content. That really it just it just really pumps me up. Uh, you know, that, that somebody would take the time to listen to a piece of content that I, you know, really want to add value to their life. So, you know, I've been I've been away for a while and then came back and it's all like, you know. The, the most the latest podcast I did up to that time you know there's a whole bunch of plays and just really love the love uh from you from you guys so thank you so much for listening please share it with people you know if you see something interesting always feel free you could connect to me you could connect with me through my my website I'll have that in the show notes uh, where you can send me a question or you know even on medium you could go back and comment on this deal and we could talk back and forth uh love that and so this this piece I'm I'm calling the the poverty blessing, and uh, in my my piece I wrote in Medium, I talk about this guy that I actually worked with that you know he's just a super brilliant guy uh, as far as like you know math and you know at the time we were both working in a Mexican restaurant I was a server he was a, a line cook and you know I'd ask him I actually like keep collections I'm I'm kind of weird. Uh, I keep collections of questions. Like that's one of the things that I, I collect. Probably, really, the only thing I collect. Besides, yeah, it, well, yeah, one of the, one of the primary things I, I like love questions. Like I love asking good questions, and so like if I hear a good question or I see a good question, you know, I'll put it, I'll put it, um, I'll start. And then sometimes, you know, I'll, I'll send throughout the years, I've sent certain questions to certain people, and then I collected their response, and I'll go back over it and just kind of glean over that wisdom. And so, you know, this guy, he was he was actually he was so sharp that NASA actually wanted to hire him and pay him to go to college uh, while, while while he was, uh, you know, they wanted to pay him while he was going to college and put him through college. And, you know, we both worked at this this restaurant and then he decided, you know, pretty much long story short, he decided to take a year off of school. And, you know, in this year, he he somewhere he got hooked on the drugs and also went to prison. And it was a missed opportunity for him that completely shifted his life. And so one of these this this awesome question of that I had that or that, you know, I thought was awesome. I was like I was asking people, what is the biggest lesson that you've learned in life? And, you know, I asked this guy that and he said to me the struggle. And when he said that, you know, even right now, like I, I feel that because, you know, there's something about when you have to struggle for things. You probably heard of the, you know, the chicken. I don't know how factual it is. Uh, I know that the butterfly, you know, coming or the the cat, the butterfly coming out of the cocoon is very similar. 
uh, to this. You know, if you if you just break the egg open or if you cut the cocoon and you don't let the, the chicken or you let the butterfly actually kind of like struggle through breaking through that process, they actually won't have the muscles to survive past that and they'll, they'll die uh, afterwards. And so he, he went on to say, he, he went on to say, you know, uh, all these things that he learned from the struggle. And like, it, it really helped me learn so much in that moment because, you know, he didn't learn a whole bunch from being a math genius, um, or, or going to school. He said it was the struggle that taught him most. And, uh, another thing and a spoiler alert, one of, one of my favorite movies is the maze runner. And so the Maze Runner is a movie where essentially there's the the, or, the earth has, has been scorched and there's this virus that has uh, just came up on people and made them almost kind of like zombie-like. Um, and so what happens is this organization put these teenagers in this maze and like they they make them have like amnesia of their past life and they put the, they put them in this maze and they essentially have to survive you know they have to develop their own government they have to grow their own food they have to you know they have to search out this this maze and they have to come back and they really have the whole maze mapped out and what what it's meant to do is actually produce a certain uh enzyme in their brain that this organization can extract from them to uh, be able to help survive against this zombie, this zombie type virus, and you know there, there's something about you know it's just a movie, but there's it's also it hints to real life. There's something that's in the struggle that it produces something in that person who's struggling. Um, you know whether for good or, or whether for bad, it may be traumatic. You know personally, I you know the, the what I've experienced as far as like being a young black male raised in, you know, deep South Louisiana, not, not just Louisiana, but deep South Louisiana, you know, and, and a, a super dysfunctional kind of like family that just, and what I mean by that is essentially a family that just had baggage, you know, and so it, there, there were some, some addictions, uh, some pretty hard addictions in, in, in my mom and, and dad, and just, just family in general. And, you know, it, it just led to this, this dysfunctional environment. But I'm so grateful. And I was actually like thinking about like, or just want to text my mom, like, I'm so thankful just the way that she is and, and just what she's been through, um, just my family been through in general. But anyway, so just this thing of like struggling with the, those type of deals, which everybody has like their own obstacles, but it, it, it creates something in you if you let it to make use. Or I know for me, it made me see obstacles kind of like in a, a different way. And it, it was in this way of like, you know, I can come against like this test in school or I can come against like this, this rejection after rejection for these, these different gigs, or I, I can come against this, this stuff that may break most people, this, this type of pressure that may break most people. But, you know, I've, I, I've already been broken personally th to this point of, you know, where I wanted to commit suicide, but my mom was outside and then I was hesitant on how to do it. And I, 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 I was homeless and house hopping and, and didn't really have a, a, a home to, to stay at uh, when I moved out with 15. So I met these obstacles in this in this struggling season and even stuff right now, you know, struggle with and kind of like meet it. But like it created this thing inside of me that said, no, what, like this isn't going to break me type deal. And, you know, uh, for one of the things that kind of like in the tech world, which I'm, I'm a, a software developer uh, that, that you hear often and just in, in general, new ventures that you take is like this imposter syndrome. And it's not necessarily that the imposter syndrome, like I've completely eradicated. But one of the things that happens is like, 
it like the voices, the imposter syndrome voice is still there, still lurks uh, in any kind of like new thing that I try. But it almost gets me excited because it just feels right. It just it just feels like you know for for me personally, like I feel like, and I accredit this to kind of like the different struggles that that I I really was privileged. Uh, you know, might have been traumatic, but I, I feel like I was really privileged to experience at such a young age because like what it built in me now is like, know what, like I can handle some intense pressure. Like I can handle like these things and like it, it feels right to kind of be going against something like that. Um, and, you know, uh, one of the uh, another thing that's kind of, you know, that happens with growing up in poverty that I'm so thankful for is that I feel like I've already won. Like for me personally, like my child, like I remember going up kind of like in cars breaking down, water being turned off, electricity being turned off, you know, all these kind of like different different things that uh, a first world type poverty uh, presents, you know. And I, I even remember this. is This is crazy. Like now that I think about thinking, thinking like this when I was a child, like I would watch movies and I would think man, like that electricity bill must be like very high. They need to turn that light off. Like I would think of stuff like that, like kind of like this lack, this poverty mindset. And so now for me, every kind of simple accomplishment that I achieve, like that's a step up from where I was raised that I feel like. And so uh, one of the things uh, also that about poverty, you know, just growing up in, in, in lack that, um, that makes you think differently and, and really kind of builds you up is you learn to use whatever's in your hand. Even to this day, like I won't get a $5 shower curtain, you know, I'll say, okay, how can I make, how can I use what I already have? You know, sometimes that's good. Sometimes that's bad. How can I use whatever I have at hand to like make a shower curtain, you know, or how can I use it? Like if I'm taking apart something and putting it together and I don't have a certain tool, like how can I make a tool? And so it makes this thing of what happens is like you realize that you have everything you need internally. Like, so it makes you look like, okay, I don't need something outside of myself or outside of what God has already uh, given to me to be successful. I can do whatever. Uh, I mean, I could, I could survive what, what he has put inside of me. And so what happens is one of the things, that if you let poverty, whatever, whatever level, whether spiritual, whether physical, you know, whatever level that you've grown up, you become a very dangerous person when you realize that everything you need is on the inside of you. It makes you it makes you very it makes you very, very dangerous to mediocrity. It makes you very dangerous to this this limit, uh, limited mindset which I, I feel like, you know, the enemy that I believe that tries to kill, still and destroy each and every person's life tries to hold you back. And, you know, when you realize like, okay, know what? Like I, I have everything that I need right now for this moment to take, you know, the next step. then that makes you a very dangerous person to that, that comfortable uh, living. And so I, I kind of want to, I'm going to end this. I'll post a quote on my, my Facebook uh, not too long ago, they got some very positive feedback, but it was this comfort holds more people hostage than the devil ever could or will. And, you know, one of the things that people get most comfortable with is they think that they don't have what they need or they think they need something outside of their self to progress in whatever area of life. And that's just not how God works. He's putting everything on the inside of you that you can need. You just really have to believe. And I, I know that sounds cliche and, you know, that's, that's harder, you know, when, when you're, or it's more challenging when you're living through that. But 
essentially that is is it. Uh, so if you have any questions about in any you know anything that I mentioned or, or you you need prayer or something like that, feel free to reach out to me through my website. I would, I would love to pray for you. I would even love to um, you know just kind of help you help you decipher what that next step is. Uh, that's actually one of the things that I'm, I'm not taking any new clients now, but one of the things that I actually do, I call it spiritual advising, but essentially, you know, um, we, I, I, I meet with a person, see kind of wh- where they're at, where they feel like kind of like a blockage is and help help bring them to like, OK, this is what's happening. This is the belief that's holding you back. This is what's um, or, you know, whatever else is holding them back in, in their business, in their life, in their uh, professional v- development. And I just help them decide for that. So anyway, I'm not taking any new clients. But if you if you have a question, you listen to this and, and you know, you have some feel free to reach out to me through my website. Um, and then I will get back with you. Um, also, thank you so much for listening, uh, especially from any of those countries that I listed earlier. That's just, I'm, I'm still so pumped just thinking about that. That's amazing. So share this with somebody that just needs some encouragement. Um, and yeah, stay curious. Thank you.